Welcome to The How of Business with your host, Henry Lopez, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here is your host. This is Henry Lopez. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. My guest today, repeat guest, John Wilker. John, welcome back to the show. Glad to be here, Henry. Looking forward to this conversation. You know, so many of my listeners have really been able to take advantage of this opportunity and to learn about this business opportunity. So we're going to revisit on this episode. John's going to share with us again, the simplest biz business model. We're going to hear from an actual client of his, someone who went through his course and has his own simplest biz business and a special then invitation to a special offer. So stay tuned for all of that. Of course, if you want more information about the Howa business, including everything that we're going to talk about on this episode, you can go to the show notes pages and find that at thehowabusiness.com. So let me reintroduce you. For those of you who are not familiar with John, he's been on the show a couple of times, but John is a former construction contractor and the founder of The Simplest Biz. The Simplest Biz is a shipping products brokerage business. We'll break that down and explain what that is for those of you who may not have heard from John previously. But what it is is John has developed a simple yet effective business model for providing middleman services for businesses that ship and receive products. And yeah, that's a lot of different businesses that are local to you. And specifically, one of the things he teaches is he acquires industrial byproducts. That's just a fancy name for the kind of stuff that's used to ship things like pallets, wooden pallets, cardboard boxes, crates, and so on. There's all kinds of different materials that companies receive when they receive particularly raw materials or components. And then he takes those from companies that don't need them anymore and sells them, brokers them for a profit. John has perfected this business model over the past 24 years, and maybe even 25 now. Um, And he helps others through the Simplest Biz, an online video course, helps others learn how to do this. And we're going to hear from Tom Hinton in specific is one of those people that went through his course back in 2019 and now has his own business. As I mentioned, John was originally back on the show in episode 203, 203. That was released back in August of 2018, John. That's how long ago that was. That episode has now been downloaded over 5,500 times. Then you were back on the show for episode 334 in October of 2020. That goes to show you how you know, I, I think this, this year has been such a blur from yeah, 2021. Like. We're recording this at the end of 2021. Well, that episode from October of 2020 has been downloaded 7,900 times so far. Yeah. Wow. This has been an incredibly popular topic, and you'll, you'll understand why. If this is the first time you're exposed to it, you'll understand why as we get into it. John lives in Birmingham, Alabama. So once again, John Wilker, welcome back to the show. Glad to be here. And, you know, um, it just when you when you go over that review and I hear it coming out of your, you know, your, your description of what this business is, um, who knew pallets could be so sexy, right? So, <laughs> I know. Um, and I, even when I was putting this training together, I was I knew how much I loved it all these years. But I, I you know, it was a um, hard nut to crack to figure out, all right, how am I going to help people understand this and really see it? Because, you know, we are dealing with something kind of innocuous, but once you learn about it and, and see how integral it is in, in our society, you almost think, you know, if it didn't exist, 
society might not exist. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's so essential. Yeah. You know, we, we've become very hyper uh, understanding of how essential containers are to the mm-hmm. whole supply chain. But what people don't realize, is, or maybe they do, is inside those containers, most of that stuff is on pallets, right? <laughs> so. That is correct. And we have not created the anti-gravity machine yet to beams, you know, take stuff from one place to the other. The pallet is the way everything is moved. And with the internet, which is what's happening right now, the amount of goods that are being moved now is just nutty. You know what's going on off the coast of California. So everything is at capacity and just stretching to even get bigger um, and, and needing to get bigger. Uh, because there's such a demand to move stuff in this country, uh, worldwide, actually. So um, the internet has created a, a swarm of, uh, of pallets and crates and shipping goods. So we went from 2 billion to 2.5 billion, 2 billion in 2020 to 2.5 billion in 2020. Pallets that exist in the world. Is that, is that right? Exactly. That's just the United well, that's States. Just the United States. Let me ask you, you know, we, I talked about this in our back in our first episode. I remember back in, the, I think it was in the late 90s, I was in the software business and, and there, I forget mm-hmm. the reasons why, but there was a pallet shortage, a big pallet shortage. Has this right. situation now with the supply chain created a similar, maybe not shortage, but, but heightened need for these pallets or what, what's been the impact on that? Yeah, it, it's actually created a situation for the businesses where you know, there's a wood shortage Whoa, as on well. top of everything else. Uh, yeah. Exactly. But there's, um, there's, there, I, I, I don't want to get too nerdy on you, <laughs> but I need to really probably cover this. A lot of businesses in, in, uh, we're dealing with like pallet yards, especially larger businesses. And they were dealing with one size pallet called the standard 4840 pallet. Well, in reality, there's hundreds and hundreds of different sizes and styles of pallets. And that 4840 price increase has practically doubled, which is good for us. Sure. On the, you know, we are in this position, but it's also gotten these larger companies and all different types of companies looking for an alternative size to deal with instead of having to deal with these pallet yards. So the squeeze is on that standard. I see. But the amount of other stuff that's out there and the way I teach this is be able to move this other, these other sizes and styles of pallets which puts us in a really strong position to, to uh, acquire reoccurring accounts from these uh, businesses that may have given us a cold short shoulder before, in addition to the smaller businesses that need this type of stuff as well that we deal with, the mixed loads and the, the different styles of pallets. So we're in good shape. Um, the pallet yards are, uh, are kind of almost feel like they're gouging their customer. They're really not at the moment. It's just, there is a, um, just been a huge price increase yeah. on it uh, because of that that particular demand on that particular particular style. Yeah, brilliant. Thank, thanks for sharing that. That's very interesting, and I think it goes to what I want to move to next is that this is a brokerage business, and so, but as you'll we're going to hear from Tom, I'm sure when we chat with him, mm-hmm. as a broker in any business, it doesn't matter what business you are brokering, you you stand out because you solve you help both sides solve a problem. Yeah. And, and it's not just about moving things from one place to the other. It's really about understanding. And you just gave an example of understanding a problem here that's being created by this, this, you know, excess stretching of the supply chain and how mm-hmm. you're able to, as a broker, help smaller, especially the smaller companies, relatively speaking, solve this problem. Right. 
Exactly. Um, it, the, the, the knowing of what the problems of these businesses are that we deal with, whether it be a supplier or a buyer and how to set the deal up uh, with a, a pallet deal, meaning a recurring business from a buyer or how we're keeping the supplier under you know, their situation or control because they're not all created equal. I have to walk through out in the field in the training and show you exactly how to evaluate the deal. Here are the problems and these are the problems we're going to solve for these businesses. It's such an underserved niche. Sometimes it's considered unprofessional niche because there's what so-called scavengers out there yeah, that sullied the name, right? So we want to go in and be able to actually ask the proper questions, have the proper solutions to where, as you'll, um, you know, you'll really be appreciated by the business owners out there that have, have been burned maybe in the past sure. to where you can solidify these deals for decades to come with reoccurring orders each week. And that's what the position, position I want to put people in so they can have more free time for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, but that's such a great takeaway. And you've talked about this before and you talk about it in the course, obviously, that there's a real opportunity here by being a professional, by, by showing up, by adding value. There's, there's a need out there in this space to provide. Right. And there's more, it's more than just, I, I have pallets, you need pallets. Right. There are things going on in the warehouse, you know, issues that are taking place that you'll notice, you'll be able to notice once you go through the training be able to consult them and they're not used to being consulted no. not by the pallet yard no, no. not by the scavengers and that type of thing so you know my take it's very important to have that knowledge and one you don't want to go in there sound like a rookie anyway because you got to know the lingo as well you know the lingo you better know what the heck they're talking about right? Right. when you approach them so that's part of it as right, well let me ask you to do this we've, we've been diving into it but if you had to summarize what this business is at the highest level in a sentence or two how would you explain it i have businesses that don't need pallets, crates, drums, and dunnage. And they're either going to give them to me for free week after week after week, or they're going to pay me to take it away. And I'm going to drive three bucks down the road to the business that ships stuff out day after day after day and need these pallets week after week after week. And I'm going to drop them off there and I'm going to write an invoice and I'm going to rinse and repeat. And then I'm going to go home at 10 o'clock in the morning and go play golf because I don't want, you know, we are, we are not working for hours. We're working by the unit. Um, you know, we're not trading time for money. We're trading units for money. So this is a matter of how many pallets can I move before 10 o'clock this morning? What kind of money can I make? So, you know, you can do the math. 300 pallets by 10, um, six bucks a piece, 1,800 bucks. Yeah, pretty simple math. Or keep going, you know, if you want to get really down to it. Because sometimes right. the, bottom, the bottom dollar is important. Um, the, the freedom is what really comes down to, uh, if you really want to translate it, is the, the way of making money in a quick fashion without having to take your whole day up so you can spend some time with your wife. And I know that was more than one sentence, but no, no, that's, but that's, that's, important good stuff. Stuff. that's, that's a great way to explain it. Obviously you've, you've been explaining it for some time. So thank you for mm -hmm. doing that. All right. Here's what I think we'll do now, John, we'll, we'll segue into this conversation that, that I had and you joined in at the end as well. So you'll hear both of us talking to Tom Henson. Tell, tell us just briefly about Tom from your perspective, and then we'll segue to the conversation that we had with him about his experience with this business. Yeah, and I remember speaking to Tom way back uh, when, he, when he called, and, and, and when you hear Tom's voice, it's distinctive, it's calming. It is. He's, uh, 
you know, he's a, he's a storyteller's voice, I guess is the best way of putting it. He, he really stood out and, and he was one of the types of individuals. Sometimes I have students come in and, and I, I never hear from them, you know, maybe unless they're in the Facebook group, the private group that we have. But Tom was always giving me, you know, calling up and contributing in the group as well. But he would, he had member and he'd give me updates. And I don't know, we just developed an easy rapport. When you, when you deal with somebody like Tom, you can see how he does well, you know, with this business as well, because you have to have the knowledge. But at the same time, to be able to communicate what you've learned and put it into action is, is so important as well. So uh, you can tell Tom has had that experience of, of dealing with the public. And um, I just, uh, I just love the way he went about his business and the fashion he went about it. So he, he's been appreciative of me as well, which I, I you know, I'm, I, that's always nice. And I've been appreciative of him because he's really been a, uh, an example for the other students in the group to follow. Lots of synergy, lots of exchange of value, exchange mm -hmm. of value. Let's listen to that conversation now. All right, folks, I'd like to introduce a special guest here, Tom Hinson. Tom is actually someone who has been through John's course, The Simplest Biz, and, and runs this business. He's going to share with us how he does it, why he did it, how he came to this. And so it's a great privilege and an opportunity to have Tom on the show. Uh, so, Tom, welcome to the How of Business. Hi, Henry. It's a pleasure and an honor to be with you today. You had mentioned you, you, I think initially you were sharing, found out about John's program through this podcast. Is that right? That's right. It was probably in, uh, well, probably March of 2019. Um, I found out about the simplest biz and also came across, uh, you interviewing John. And so, uh, that, uh, that interview gave me some great insight and created a great, a great buzzing interest with me to uh, look further into the simplest biz, business model. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And thanks for being a listener. Uh, so I'd like to start with just give us briefly a little bit more about you, your background and, and uh, what, what you've done career wise or job wise in your life. Just give us a summary of that, if you would, please. Okay. Well, I currently live in South Carolina, which is where I'm from. And, uh, after I graduated college in uh, 1978, I uh, began uh, taking care of a of a private security company. I was director of operations for a private security company and uh, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I was with that organization for several years. And then about 1981, I became a, an insurance investigator uh, for a nationwide insurance company. And then that segued after some years to uh, being a claims manager for the 13 southernmost counties of Mississippi. And then, and then I kind of jumped a stone and uh, went to work for uh, New York Life and got great training in the insurance business. And then a few years after that, uh, I took over the uh, financial services division department of a large independent insurance agency in coastal South Carolina. And then after my, my my parents passed away, I inherited some uh, resources from them, and my wife and I uh, bought an historic piece of property in the North Carolina mountains, uh, just south of Boone, North Carolina. It was the oldest house in the county, and we turned it into an historic 
bed and breakfast and uh, operated it that way for about 17 years. And we're real blessed to be number one on TripAdvisor for a number of years. Wow. And uh, we, we've sold all of our property in 2015. My wife and I are both from South Carolina. We moved back to our, to our home state. And uh, and then I had some uh, time on my hands as kind of a retiree. And then lo and behold, uh, the opportunity with the Simplest Biz presented itself. And uh, so I've been uh, pretty busy with the Simplest Biz since uh, 2019. That's fantastic. Uh, from the, between the time we sold our property in North Carolina in 2015 until I became involved in the Simplest Biz in 2019, I was uh, doing some other, I had some, some side hustles uh, that uh, I really enjoyed. But uh, anyway, that kind of brings me up to date now. Yeah, no, absolutely. Qu- quite a journey, quite a career. And of course, that historic uh, B&B, was, was that your first uh, venture being your own boss, owning a business outright? Was that the first time you had done that then, based on the journey you, you laid out? Yes, it was. And uh, my family and my wife's family had been in the hotel, motel, B&B business on the North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia coasts. And so uh, we thought, well, we we have enough uh, information and experience just watching our families to do this ourselves. And well, we were naive, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it worked out. We we found out how how different it is to to be our own uh, our own you know bosses. And my wife and I worked well together for for seventeen years, and uh, still very happily married after forty years. You know she didn't kill me. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, that, that that was our first venture as uh, as business owners, and we well, we had a great run, and that uh, was a great experience for us and our and our family. Fantastic. So what was it about when you heard about, so you must have been looking, you said you were doing separate different side hustles. Um, I, I, I know of in part, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm, I'll be getting there soon. When you get to that age where you quote unquote retire, you still, a lot of people still need something, something to be challenged by. And of course the extra income doesn't hurt, but it sounds like you had been looking for something that was a good fit for you to do as a side hustle, even though you were retired. Is that fair? That's fair. And when we sold our business, I pretty much turned age 60, but I mean, thank God I'm in good health. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very active, um, I'm very active. And I, I enjoy people. I like getting out and about. And, uh, and so I wanted to, and, and I, I mean, frankly, I, I enjoy earning money and, uh, and I like to to have activities that you know that generate income, and I've, we've been blessed with what we have. But I just wanted to to find something else that was enjoyable, and uh, hopefully lucrative, and so uh, be something that I could get out and about and and be active in. And uh, that uh, that led me into uh, finding out about the simplest biz, and it was kind of a funny. You can ask me about this, but I think it's kind of a funny situation how I've actually found out about it. Yeah, tell me about that. I mean, obviously, you, you heard about it initially, if I'm following you correctly, on the show, but, but then tell me more about that. It was about the same time, and I remember this exactly. I was at home one night on a Friday night. My wife had uh, gone out to dinner with some friends and go to a, into a movie, so I was at home one night by myself, and I was on Facebook. 
and this ad popped up and here's a, <laughs> a man sit, sitting there with an Auburn, you know, cap on and, and I'm thinking, what's this all about? Why is this ad popping in? And, uh, and he said something It was John Wilker with the simplest biz. I didn't know him from the man in the moon, knew nothing about the pallet business, really didn't know what he was talking about, but he said something to this effect that 95% of the products that I get for free, I sell for a high profit. Yeah. And, I don't catch anybody's business. attention, right? Well, and, and, and I remember saying out loud, do what? Yeah. <laughs> I, and I imagine really you were skeptical my, as well, right, as to whether this was. Oh, well, that's well, that well, I'll 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 tell you about how skeptical. I mean, I'm I'm a doubting Thomas. I mean, Tom, you know, doubting Thomas, and uh, but I but I stayed with that. I stayed with that uh, uh, video that John did, and afterwards, um, I thought, well, who who is this John Wilker? What what is this all about? And then I googled John. And it led me to the how of business. I see. see. And and that same night, I listened to the podcast. Well, I thought afterwards, I thought, if this is real and legit, this is brilliant. But I was skeptical. And because of my, I mean, I did run a private security investigation company, and I was an insurance investigator. So uh, I I thought to myself, well, I'm going to... (laughs) Uh, John's listening. I mean, hopefully he won't be upset with this, but I, I remember thinking to myself, well, I'm going to investigate this John Wilker cat and this so-called business model. And uh, I'm going to check out the, uh, the pallet potential here where I live in South Carolina. And I did all of that. And then I thought, well, I'm going to get a, uh, hopefully I'm going to schedule an appointment where I can talk with Mr. Wilker and have a consultation. And I did that with John, and we, I think we had a very good conversation. And then after that, when my wife had been watching me watch some of John's videos. And she asked me, she says, what's all this pallet stuff you're looking at? And I said, well, there's a, there's a man who has a, uh, a training program about selling pallets, getting them for free and selling them. And she went, huh, well, and then my wife and I were driving to Atlanta one day, and I said, I want you to listen to this podcast with uh, this man and, and uh, on the how of business and she listened to it. And then after this, I said, well, what do you think? And she said, well, Tom, you can't not do this. This has got Tom Henson written all over it. And I really? said, I know. And she said, have you, have you uh, signed up to buy that course yet? And I said, no. And she said, man, you need to do it, dude. You need to jump on that. So I bought the course. And I, I bought a 12-foot flatbed truck about the same time. And I started my pallet business here where I am in June of 2019. And I wish I had known about this. I've told John this. I wish I'd have known about this 30 years ago. Yeah. Because 99% of the pallets that I get for free from businesses that don't want them, I'm able to sell for anywhere from $6 a piece to $30 a piece. Uh, depending on the size of the pallet. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it is. And it's like, uh, uh, I found out that not only is it real, legit, and brilliant, it's lucrative. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. That's inspirational. And and I appreciate it. It's always, even just for me to know that somebody was listening and it had an impact and now you're actually doing the business is fantastic feedback. I want to go back to what your wife said that this has, you know, this, this has Tom Henson 
written all over you. What was she saying by that? What was it that she heard that she felt so strongly that it was a fit for you? Well, she knows how I enjoy people. And she knows how I like to be out and about in the public. And she just thought that this would just be just right up my alley. I, I guess that's just the best way to say it. Do you and think, just, though, there's uh, part of it is that she wanted you out of the house a little bit? Because that was John's part well, as yeah. well. Oh, probably. Well, you know what? You know, the definition of retirement is is something like, you know, twice the husband half the income. So, <laughs> yeah, she wanted me out. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that's that's great. That really answers the the one of the biggest questions which is you know why did you decide to do this and i just love it, it obvious with your background that you would have very carefully vetted this there's so many courses and promises out there on the internet that you have to be so careful with and that's why i've over the years i've developed a relationship with john of trust and i very rarely do i recommend a program now there are no guarantees there's no guarantees in anything in life but this is something that can work. It's not foolproof. And it, you know, there might be some cases where it doesn't work. But I think if you apply it and you apply the learnings that he offers in the course, then you can make this happen. And so tell me about the course. What did you think about the course that you took from, from, from John? Well, it was much more valuable than I ever expected. I knew nothing about the pallet business at all. But it taught me everything that I need to know to be efficient, proficient um, in this business, uh, who to talk to, what to say, what kind of companies to call on uh, for for free pallets and what kind of companies to call on that are that are typically buyers of pallets. And uh, this this business model does revolve around uh, finding free pallets, but there's so much more. There's so many other type of products that uh, that go along with this. I mean, we're we're kind of directly or indirectly involved in the shipping business if we're uh, doing the simplest biz model because many companies have other items to get rid of that they don't want. Items such as uh, corrugated boxes, Gaylord boxes, metal barrels, plastic barrels, uh, reels and spools, IBC totes, crates. Dunnage. Uh, there's a revenue, another revenue stream that John teaches in the course that basically has nothing to do with selling anything. And it frankly has just it has generated thousands of dollars of income for me. And uh, that's all taught in the, in the program. And then John teaches how to be a pallet broker. Uh, there's sometimes when some of our customers or potential customers will need a special type of pallet that may not be readily available from our free supply. So he teaches in the course how to develop a, a good business relationship with a big pallet company. And a big pallet company would be one who has the equipment to uh, build pallets and they can build pallets, you know, for me. I mean, I've, I've brokered two pieces of business where the big pallet company can broker the, can build the pallets for me and then ship the pallets to my customers for me, and then I get a, a dollar amount for that. And, uh, you know, the, the, the owner of the pallet company loves me because I'm bringing him good business that he doesn't have to go out and, and search for himself. Right. Especially at that scale, right? Because he's, 
they're probably more focused on the larger opportunities and missing out on maybe smaller local opportunities. Is that true? Well, that's, there's, there's some truth to that too. And, uh, you know, the, the pallet owner uh, loves me because what he's paying me is not coming out of his pocket. He's paying me what I've added on top of his price. So Mm -hmm. that's good residual passive income that, uh, comes in month after month after month. Now, so, uh, how many hours yeah. a week are you putting into this business now? Well, here's my situation. Um, my wife and I like to travel quite a bit, and we do. So I'm working this on a part-time basis, and I, I put in 10, 12, 15 hours per week, and it generates uh, very nice uh, income for me that I'm very happy with. How do, what do you do when you're gone though, Tom? Do you have somebody who continues doing the work? How do you not lose those relationships and connections? How does that work at a high level? Well, well, what John taught me in the training course is just common sense kind of stuff anyway. I will contact my customers before I leave and I'll say, look, I'm going to be out of town from these dates to this date. Check your inventory. If you need me to bring you pallets before I leave, let me know. And they'll oftentimes say, well, hey, we appreciate you doing that. We appreciate you giving us a heads up. And then what I'll do is if they if they want some uh, pallets before I leave, uh, I'll say, look, I'm going to bring you some extra ones in case uh, you get busier uh, than you anticipate. Or if my wife wants to stay at the beach an extra couple of days, you've got plenty of pallets and you're not uh, – you're not going to run out of pallets and you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay me for the extra ones that I bring you now. I'll just get payment on the next go around. And let me tell you, customers really appreciate that Mm -hmm. because it lets them know that that I appreciate them. I appreciate their business. And uh, that's how we do that. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And and, and, yeah, like you said, John talks about that, that really you're building these relationships with both sides to help them solve their problems. You're, I think a good broker does that anyway, regardless of industry, but you're certainly doing that here in this business. Well, John in his training program has taught me everything that has helped me be successful. That's wonderful. All right. Um, You've touched on some of the, one of the things I always ask is who do you think this is a good fit for? You've touched on some of those things that were a fit for you. You like communicating with people and interacting with people. You wanted something that got you out of the house and out there out and about. I think another thing, you know, John and I have talked about that I think is critical here uh, that often just generally speaking now, sounding like an old guy uh, people have an issue with is the business is out there, not sitting here at home behind the desk. you got to go out there and get it. Is, do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. This is, this is not dialing for dollars. This, this is for people who have energy, uh, motivation, enthusiasm, that can get out and uh, go talk to people. Uh, one of my one of my favorite TV shows is a uh, Bosch, and uh, Harry Bosch is an LA homicide detective. And in his cubicle, I'll clean this up for for the audience. <laughs> uh, in, in his cubicle, there's a sign that says, "Get off your butt and go knock on doors." Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do in this business. You have to get out. You've got to go see warehouse managers, operations managers, uh, small business owners, whoever is in charge of the palace of these business. And uh, I have to let them know what kind of services I provide. That's brilliant. 
Thank you for sharing that. I've found that to be, as I'm sure you have in your experience, that applies to just about any business in life, doesn't it? You got to go. Oh, absolutely. It's not going to come to you. No, but there's plenty. Listen, I mean, the surprising thing to me is what it was, is that there is so much business uh, out there for uh, for this business model. Yeah. It's everywhere. Uh, large cities, you know, medium-sized cities, even smaller towns uh, uh, have pallets that, that businesses are buying and that businesses uh, are getting and, and don't need. And, and, and this, this might need discussing here. Some people may think, why would a business give pallets away for free. Right. Uh, and here's why. There's many businesses that receive product and merchandise in on pallets, but they don't ship anything out because their customers will come to their brick and mortar businesses and buy from them. And therefore they're stuck with these unwanted pallets. And these pallets oftentimes will accumulate maybe inside their warehouses and causing them storage problems, or they may have to store them outside on their property. And uh, it, it can cause problems with uh, blocking tractor trailers, bringing in deliveries, or or even being an attractive nuisance. In the insurance business, we call a swimming pool an attractive nuisance. Right. Okay. Well, pallets can be an attractive nuisance for, for people who may be out there just scavenging, just looking for to, to steal a pallet or pick up a pallet and throw it in their truck and go sell it to a pallet company. Right. You know, get a, a dollar or two. Well, anyway, we can help these businesses that have these unwanted pallets uh, solve their problem with unwanted pallets by just removing them for them for free. And sometimes these these suppliers will actually uh, rent dumpsters and throw perfectly good sellable pallets into dumpsters. And then they they have to incur dumpster fees and removal fees. Well, we go to them. We, uh, these type of businesses are, identified in the training program, we go to them and say, hey, we can remove these pallets for you for free. I actually had a warehouse manager just about pick me up in a bear hug one day. He said, where have you been? I said, what do you mean? He said, we've been looking for somebody like you for years. And this is when I first started this in the middle of 2019. I said, well, I just now started this. So that's wonderful. It's a, uh, it's a service that we can provide. Yeah, it adds value now, and, and it recycles that that item that can be used again. So there's all of that goodness there as well, right? Um, what yeah. do you say to somebody who might be interested in this? You, know, you shared some of the things that you did early on, but if someone listening is interested in this, what do you recommend as to where they should start? Well, I think they have to kind of evaluate themselves and say, you know, do I have a lot of motivation? Do I have a lot of energy? Do I like being out and about in public? Um, I, I think that those are key, uh, key issues, you know, with a person's personality. And, uh, of course they need the training program to be able to, to know how to do this. I mean, this is not something that, you know, one can figure out on their own. I mean, I know that, uh, you know, John's been doing this business for over 23 years and he learned the hard way how to do this. So I didn't have to, and, and anybody else who's interested in this program or interested in this business, they don't have to figure it out. Yeah. No, well said. Oh, you know, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, I think as I think about it, sometimes the name can almost be 
misleading and that it's simple. It's not, it doesn't mean that you can go figure this out. Maybe you probably could if you give it 24 years, like, like John did, but it's simple in how simple it is to implement for someone and to get started. But there's a lot that John has figured out that he teaches in his course. And it's not just a course, but the ongoing support. Yeah. I, I want yeah. to interject right well, here. Yeah. Hey, John. Hey, guys. I did oh, want to interject oh, about. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just sitting here back here on the. On the <laughs> so Tom, thanks. So. Smile on me. That's right. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're wonderful. Um, I did want to say something about the name, the simplest biz. And there's two parts to this business. The first part, is knowing what to say and you know you got to know that even the lingo right you have to learn the lingo you have to learn the, the industry itself and what the problems of these businesses are what you know how to set the deal up correctly evaluate the deal correctly depending on what's going on in our situation and really learn how to help these businesses out the right way that part's not so simple right you need to know your stuff because you don't want to go in there sounding like a rookie but on the other end of the spectrum once you have these accounts you know, uh, I don't know if Tom's mentioned it yet, but the recurring aspect after that point is pick up and deliver, That's pick right. up and deliver, pick up and deliver. I mean, at that point, super simple. Um, there's a, a little bit of logistics going on, but, you know, a 16 year old could do yeah, that yeah. part of picking up and delivering. Absolutely. And I think just for clarity, that's a simple part of this business, because that's what the majority of your life's going to be like at that point is after you got the deal constructed, but learn how to do it right to lock that in. It's simple in that I, I don't, uh, we're not talking about inventory here. In most cases, right. we don't have to hire people if we don't want to, um, you know, so it's simple in that regard as well, from a startup perspective to get started. The startup investment is in the time and energy to learn and, and follow what John teaches. That's the investment, but it's otherwise it's simple related to, related to other businesses to get started yeah henry I, yes sir yeah well, I, let me let me mention this that yes, you know it, it it is incredibly simple uh but there is a learning curve that's right and uh and i uh and and personally i do not uh have any employees because i don't need any mm -hmm. and i don't have any storage facilities for palace because i don't need any and my customers are like john says they're rinse and repeat over and over and over again you know, calling me for pallets yeah. and it's good residual income. Let me ask you one last question. As you mentioned it, what, what do you think is a fair expectation? We're just, we're generalizing. Everybody's different, but generally speaking from the time I start John's course, and that's going to take some time to complete before I'm realistically, realistically starting to generate some revenue. What do you think that that is a fair time frame? Well, my, here's my testimony. <laughs> uh, I completed the course in two days. Wow. Three to, well, and that's only because that I had plenty of time because sure. I was pretty much retired. And you were hungry. But, you but wanted I was, this. You were ready. Well, I, I was I was chomping at the bits. And so I went through it in two whole days. I started on a early Saturday morning, went through late Saturday night, started back up Sunday morning, finished Sunday night. Now, here's the thing. Three days after I completed the, the training program, I got my first customer that paid me half of what I paid for the training course. And I thought, what just happened? <laughs> uh, and, and then four, day, four business days later, I got my second customer and I was able to pay off the entire training program in eight days. So Fantastic. 
I mean, that's my testimony, and and, and yeah. I'm not and, and I'm not unusual. I mean, I'm sure there are other people that have you know hit the ground running, gotten after it, did what they had to do, and started generating you know income quickly. And uh, so uh, that's my testimony. Yeah, that's no, my that's my answer. Absolutely, no. I appreciate you sharing that. Fantastic. But, but not everybody. But not everybody has the time or had the right. time that I had or whatever. And so it does. I'm sure that it, it does vary from um, you know other people with other people. And there's there's two other gentlemen here in my area that are simplest biz operators. And you know I've you know we, I've networked with them some. And uh, you know they all. We all started uh, started this in a different way. We all came out of the gate differently, mm-hmm. but uh, that's how I came out of the gate. That's the other thing I love about it is everybody can kind of adjust as to what they're looking for and need and can accommodate in their particular at this phase in their lives. And that's the other thing that makes it so flexible, in my opinion. All right. Well, Tom. I agree. Yep. Well, Tom, listen, sir, thank you so much for taking the time to share this with us. So appreciative that you're transparent and willing to share all these insights. Uh, thanks for being a listener of the Howard business and for taking the time to be with me today. Well, Henry, it's been my pleasure and an honor to, uh, to speak with you. And I'll, I'll just close with this. I really enjoy this business. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and the money's, the money's been surprisingly good. And, uh, and I think this is for people who, uh, uh, have an adventure, kind of an adventuresome personality, motivated, enthusiastic. And, uh, I, I think for people that, uh, up, that are like the retirement age, this is a really good additional source of income for them that they can, uh, work into their, to their life and, and into their bank accounts. Wonderful. Thanks again, Tom. Appreciate you being with us today. Yes, sir. All right, John, that was a great conversation for Tom. Thanks. <laughs> thanks first and foremost. He's a great guy, obviously. Thanks for arranging that. Thanks for facilitating that. Um, that that was so valuable to get somebody who's done it. And of course, as we talked about before we went into it, somebody of the caliber of Tom to share it. So thanks for putting that together for us. Well, I appreciate Tom for volunteering to, to, yeah. to speak about it. And um you know, he's put the time in, he's put the hours in, he's put the effort in and uh, it shows. Yeah. So a few questions as, as follow-up from the things that he said, first of all, what was very interesting is he, he vetted you, right? He, uh, <laughs> he knew how to do that. So thank goodness you didn't have any skeletons in your closet because you found them, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't know he had done that. Joe, he said that on the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I believe him. that with so, because, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, I get it. You know, there's so many of these types of things available online and you, 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 he does, he didn't know you. So how do you vet this? Is it real? Is it not? You offer a, a significant number of testimonials on your website. That's one of the things that I love. And of course him mm-hmm. sharing his story serves as that, but so let me ask you this question related to that. I asked it of Tom at the end of the conversation there, if somebody has been listening to this and they're interested, what do you think they should do next? Well, I think the first part is what are you really after? You know, you got to evaluate your life and what's the situation where you presently are and then what are you after? And and if you are truly trying to incorporate something else into your life that could either add more freedom or more, you know, income to your life, um, then do take the next step. If 
you know, we have tire kickers and that's fine as well. I would say the next thing to do, there's a huge difference. I made a video about this the other day between somebody who's gone to my YouTube channel, as an example, the simplest biz it's on YouTube. You can look it up, but you know, between somebody who's watched one video and kind of gets what's going on, but not quite sure compared to somebody who's watched 10, 20, 30 videos, not how to do it, but what am I getting into? Right. right? What is this business about? What, what kind of money? What does it require from me? You know, what does it look like? It, exactly. And, and to be honest with you, Henry, I, I want good students and a good barometer of, of that are the people that have taken the time to really evaluate, okay, the more, you know, in addition, people do get more and more excited about this because it's a type of thing where they hear about pallets they never paid attention to it before, but then they become infected in a way. <laughs> and everywhere they go, they start seeing something that was right <laughs> under their nose their whole life. Yeah, it's funny, we were driving, it's funny you say that, sorry to interrupt, but when my daughter was here for Thanksgiving driving around town, we kept seeing, I don't know if it was the same guy, a truck with a bunch of pallets on it. And I was like, that's it. And my daughter, because she listens to the show, hey, that's that pallet business, I bet. Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah, right. Probably that's one right. of my students. Maybe. Probably yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have students in 14 different countries. Now. Wow. Different yeah, countries. Interesting. So he touched it's all on- all everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. We, there's pallets everywhere. He touched on some of those characteristics. You know, in, in being a listener of this show, I always focus on that. You know, what, what does it take? What does it take to do this kind of a business? And he shared- he was very clear on some of those things, right? He was a per person that likes to get out there. He's a people person. And then we talked about the need to go out there and get it. Is there, those are the big things, but is there anything else that came to mind as you were listening to him that you have seen is a common denominator amongst the people who do this and are yes. successful with it? Yes. And it, 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 you know, you have a student that's just going out there day one, a little nervous. He never talked about pallets before, right? And they'll say this inside our group and then say, you know, I was a little nervous the first day, but by the third person they've spoken to, they realize I am talking to blue collar, salt of the earth, normal people. And I'm just having a conversation, asking the right questions, trying to figure it out. And it becomes, and I see it over and over. And that fear or that uncomfortable, it's not really fear, uncomfortable just melts away within really less than a day. Interesting. And, um, and how, you know, since we're dealing with salt of the earth, I, I don't know if that, that, that's the best phrase I can come up with when we're talking with blue collar, just regular, normal, right. funny, yeah. hilarious, um, hardworking people. Exactly. They're working hard at trying to do their job, right? So they're hardworking exactly. people. Yeah. Exactly. Then once you realize that, that's the common denominator is, wait a minute. You know, now I just need to help these, these, I want to help these people out because they're hardworking people. Heck, a lot of people these days ain't going to work, right? right. So for the ones that are, that uh, you, you really want to help them out as best you can with what you've learned. Yeah, well, well said, well said. All right, let's talk a little bit about the, the training program. Would you introduce it just at a high level, what, what's included in this training course that we have a special offer for the Howa business listeners? What, what, what's, what does it, what is it comprised of? Yeah, when I put this together, I wanted to put it in sequence of what you need to do first, what you do second and third and fourth on each given day. And, and as you're going through the course, it's, it's out in the field. I want you to be able to see what I'm doing, right? So I, I wanted you to be there with me and going through different scenarios, whether it be a supplier or a buyer, 
I wanted you to know where to go. I wanted you to know who to talk to. And I wanted you to know what to say, which questions to ask. So I also provide ways of, of even scouting the stuff from home to make it more convenient and how to be more efficient and how to sell, set the deal up and identify the problems of these businesses to make a win-win-win situation. So it's a, it's a big course. It's not, you know, just a, here's a couple of sheets of who buys and who sells. This is getting in depth on how to really help these businesses out. Because if you lock a deal in with this particular business model, you got them for decades, right? So, and it's a repeatable income source, multiple in a lot of cases. So I walk you through step-by-step step and you're taking action as you're going through the course. It's video-based along with cheat sheets and, and spreadsheets and lists and stuff that you'll need to actually do the business. And then lastly, on the backside, you know, it's how to do this business, but then we got to teach you how to run the backside of the business as well. So you'll, you keep more money in your pocket as far as taxes go and how to do all the, in, you know, invoicing and setting it all up and, and, and uh, really running on the backside of the business as efficiently as possible. So we have that. And then lastly, as equally important, it's just the training course itself is our private Facebook group with all the members. Yeah. So much information, additional information in there. I probably have a hundred more videos in there and um, of me personally, and then tens of thousands of posts from students actually sharing out in the field what they're doing and how they're doing. They're recording some of the, the they're actually negotiations are being recorded as well. So it's, this is an invaluable resource of information inside that Facebook group that comes along with the training. That's so valuable. I want to talk about that for a moment because I just had a conversation on a separate episode about uh, the advantages and the potential benefits of a franchise. And there's four things mm -hmm. that I look out there. And, and, and the fourth is the network of other owners. Typically with these types of situations, you don't get that. But here you are facilitating that. And to me, in my experience, that's so valuable ongoing to have that support, to be able to ask questions of other people who are doing the same thing, to get ideas, to bounce ideas off each other for support when things aren't going so well. To me, that is incredibly valuable as an ongoing. And another level that is going on right now are collaborations with Collab people. Yeah, well, uh, Tom mentioned on. it on, on this particular call. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It is absolutely huge between members that, you know, some people, oh, it's competition. No, you want somebody else around you uh, that knows the deal. There's so much business, you know, in any given city, in any given block, there's dozens or hundreds of businesses, right, uh, to deal with. There's no way anybody can do it all. So if you have another simplest biz student in your town, think of that as an advantage, you know, because you may have something they need, vice versa, deals together. It happens on the hour inside the group, um, deals between students. And it's like a marketplace on top of everything else, as far as this goes. So I've been, I didn't see that at first when I, you know, that part of the aspect of the Facebook group that's really come to fruition this last year. Valuable stuff. All right. So the How a Business Listeners Get a Special Discount on this course essentially is a 31% discount, a tremendous savings. That's been something that's been there now for a little bit of time since John and I have had mm -hmm. this relationship. That's the value. And then what we've done periodically, which I'm excited that we're going to do again here at the beginning of 2022, this will be for a limited time. We've done this before. So we're not, this isn't a, a trick. This really, this piece of it 
The discount will continue, but this onboarding piece, tell us about that special offer, John, and what our listeners can get there. At one point, I was um, I wanted to have a, a nice bow around everything that you've learned in the training course and get you off to a fast start. So I went in and highlighted every aspect that you really need to pay attention to in the training. And I did a 90-minute PowerPoint presentation. All right. And I covered every aspect of within the course in addition to even some tips and pro tips that needed to be uh, vetted out further from the, the training itself as well. So it's, it's a way of really focusing, putting the blinders on. And I, I, and I put that together for people at the end of the course. I normally charge for it, you know, pretty good bit of money. But um, I wanted to, for your specific audience, I wanted to just throw that in with the, uh, with the training. Excellent. And I appreciate for, that. I could say I could do it for a month. After yeah, let's air, do it air, so, so for day, a month. So that. when you're listening to this episode, it's the beginning of January. So don't, don't wait too long. If you're not ready, you're not ready. But if you're ready, this is a great opportunity and a great motivation to go get this done, make this investment and learn about this business. So that that'll be an offer there to get that offer. You got a link through the special link that'll be on the show notes page for this episode or on my website. It's multiple places at the howabusiness.com. But be sure to use that link. That's how you'll see. You're going to have to use that link. You're going to have to use that link. That's right. That's where you'll see the special price on the course and this included free onboarding bundle. So take advantage of that. Once that goes away, the special price on the course will still be there, but the special onboarding part, part of it that he's including for free will go away. Correct. Um, so lots of resources for you. This episode, obviously, hopefully was, if you're listening this far, then it's gotten your interest. You can go back and listen to the previous episodes that I've done with John, episode 203 and episode 334 as well as you'll find a link on the show notes page of this episode, a one-hour webinar that John and I did that's still another great way to learn more about this business. On the website, on my website, you'll find links to John's page. He mentioned his YouTube channel. There is lots of information out there for you to continue learning, as John explained about this business, to see if it is a fit for you. But there are all types of people from all walks of life doing this business, right, John? Absolutely. Brothers, sisters, fathers, sons, solo folks, husbands, wives, financial planners, insurance agents, teachers, nurses, truck drivers. It is, um, you know, I guess people are sick of their cubicle if they're in the white collar now, you know, even and in the blue collar. It sounds blue collar, but people, some people just want to be outside too. you know, have a business that can get them out a little bit. That's right. Um, so it, it has been a, a, a pleasure to see that there's not a really a pigeonhole of the type of people. It's a wide swath of young, old, and um, close to retired or retired folks. Absolutely. John, once again, a great pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for taking the time to be with me. Thanks for the special offer for our listeners. Uh, thanks. And, and uh, as we're recording, this is right before the holidays. So have a wonderful time and holidays with your family. And thanks again for being back on the show. As always, Henry, you're, you're a professional among professionals. You know what I'm saying? You, you know your stuff. I thank you for having me on and, and uh, happy holidays to everyone as well. Thank you. This is Henry Lopez. And thanks for listening to this episode of The How of Business. My guests today were John Wilker and Tom Henson, who you heard from. 
We release new episodes every Monday morning, and you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, including my website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information about our coaching programs, online courses, show notes pages, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.